Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. Yesterday, Mark gave us a great overview of this tiny New Testament gem called Philemon. This is Angie, and today we're going to focus specifically on one of the major themes that appears in this book, this short book, forgiveness. Forgiveness is something that gets talked about a lot in Christian circles, as it should, since Christ died to forgive our sins. But let's be honest, forgiveness is easy to talk about and hard to do. Anytime an article is written on a Christian blog site about this topic, the comment section explodes with stories of people who have suffered emotional, physical, or spiritual pain and sorrow at the hands of another. People write things like, this person did this to me, fill in the blank, and there is no way I can ever forgive them. The pain is real. The challenge to forgive can be excruciating. Paul knew that Philemon would wrestle with this topic, considering how Onesimus had wronged him. In fact, the offense was punishable by death. But Onesimus, now a brother in Christ, sought forgiveness and restoration from the person whom he had offended. Paul spoke on his behalf in an effort to facilitate restoration. Writer Carrie Diedrich shared about a blog post written by Pastor Scott Savage, about myths that Christians struggle with when it comes to forgiveness. I found these helpful to consider. Here are three of those points. Myth, forgiveness is about the other person. In reality, forgiveness is for you. Savage writes, we believe that forgiveness is about what they did and whether they've actually done anything to rectify their actions. But truthfully, forgiveness is about you the wounded person, moving on from the offense and living in freedom. Myth. The people in the Bible didn't need a lot of forgiveness. We look up to our ancestors of the faith, but they were sinners just like we are. The truth that we must accept is that God worked in and changed sinners, and he can work in the people who wrong us as well. Savage said, Our favorite Bible characters are often the people most in need of forgiveness. Yet, in our life today, when we encounter dysfunctional people who sin and hurt others, do we allow God's space to work today like he did with Moses, a murderer, David, a murderer and adulterer, and Paul, a mass murderer and persecutor persecutor of Christians? Third myth, refusing to forgive shows I value accountability. This is a camouflage as a biblically sound idea, but it's not. Refusing to forgive is still violating scripture. Savage says that part of forgiveness is giving up our desire for revenge and trusting that God will bring about justice. Savage noted, I believe unforgiveness is at the heart of our lust for revenge. As a follower of Jesus, I lay down my right to revenge. So what about you? Have you mastered the art of forgiveness? Are you, or do you struggle like most of us do, including Philemon, as he considered how he was wronged? 
My flesh wants to eat me alive when it comes to forgiveness. I simply cannot do it in my own strength or in my own willpower. I know that I need God to help me make it happen. I am a helper by nature, and I'm a big fan of loyalty. So when either of those two things get smashed by another, my flesh wants to hold on to the offense. Once, I was wrestling with a broken friendship that brought a lot of pain into my life. As I text a long message to a friend and shared my woes, she simply texted back a verse to me. At first, I was stubborn. I refused to even look up the verse. Didn't she hear my hurt? All she could offer me was a Bible verse? But ultimately, I did look it up. And in reality, that verse changed my ability to forgive. It taught me a valuable lesson when it comes to forgiveness. 1 Peter 2.21 sets the stage for the verse my friend shared. 1 Peter 2.21 says this, To this you were called, because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example that you should follow in his steps. Well, what was the example? How should I follow in his steps? Here is the verse my wise friend shared with me just two verses later. 1 Peter 2, 23. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. I learned the secret to forgiveness is that I cannot do it in my own strength. Just like Jesus, I must entrust myself to him who judges justly. God will right the wrongs that we cannot. We must turn from our flesh, from our desire for revenge, and trust him. Oh yes, it is absolutely hard, but it's also the only way to freedom. May Jesus give us the strength we need to forgive freely, just as he did, so that we walk in freedom and we walk in his steps. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.